You're listening to Zap Nights Zap Chats, a monthly video game discussion. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Zap Chats. I'm your host, Danny. I'm your co-host, Kaylee. And uh, we're talking about E3 today. Um, but first, Kaylee, what, what have you been playing? Uh, Animal Crossing. Really? <laughs> uh, truthfully, not a whole lot. It's <laughs> just Animal Crossing on the side. I had the, the itch to be working on my island again, I guess. <laughs> it seems like that comes and goes, like, uh, at least for Lori. Like, she'll sit and she'll play Animal Crossing for a while, and then it's like, uh, and it drops off. Yeah. It's it's nice to just play every once in a while. You get the itch and just go back. And it's nice that now that your animals don't just move out and your island's not on fire when you've been gone for months. <laughs> yeah, man, the old Animal Crossings, when you weren't there for a few months, you'd come back and the village is like, overrun with weeds and like trees everyone's new so yeah uh i've been playing resident evil 2 um and i've really been enjoying the game i finished so the game plays in like two different scenarios they have scenario one which is leon's story and they have scenario two, which is Claire's story. And I finished Leon, and now I'm on to Claire. And Claire so far has been more difficult, but not the whole the game as a whole isn't overly difficult. Um, I did just finish streaming Resident Evil 2 before this podcast, and um I was very stuck. So I did a little oh, no. bit of research, figured out what I need to do. So next time I play, I'll be able to move forward. But yeah, I just, I missed one little detail in one little room and, you know, it just screwed up a whole chain of events of things that I need to do. So now I need to backtrack and get those things to be able to move on. But yeah, it's been great. It's been a lot of fun. Good. I That's not really my cup of tea, but... You know, yeah. I didn't think it was going to be mine either because it's zombies, it's horror, it's shooting. But in all honesty, it's more puzzle than it is anything else. Which, from my perspective, that makes it more fun because that's what I really like doing is thinking and planning and, you know, yeah. figuring things out. And that's what this game is. And the first one was really hardcore in that. And now the second one is just as much like figuring it out, puzzles, like doing things in the right order so that you can get stuff done efficiently. Um, where like the fourth one wasn't so much that way. The fourth one was more uh, just run and gun and, you know, a few puzzles, a few planning things, but yeah. not as much. Yeah, I think... If it was more puzzly, I, I can even handle the zombie stuff. I hate gore <laughs> in any way. Like I can handle blood, but just gory stuff. And sometimes the zombie stuff pushes it. PS one too far for me. P- Not so much earlier <laughs> games, obviously. Yeah, like you know, you sit and you talk about well, there's you know, there's this zombie on the ceiling that's carrying this head around and it's dripping blood all over. Like when you're talking about it, it sounds gory like crazy. And then you look at the PS2 graphics and it's just like, hey, it's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> 
these little Ew. zombies that are just like. <laughs> <laughs> it is kind of hard to take something seriously when they're all pixely. <laughs> it really is. Like yeah. some things are a little more scarier because of that, because like you can't really see it. You don't really know what it is. And it was more like that in the first game where now I think that novelty is worn off now that I'm playing the second game and it's just like funny and, you know, I don't know. You made a few uh, funny clips from one of your playthroughs from Resident Evil, hadn't, hadn't you? Yeah, yeah. You're so like a compilation. <laughs> the very first Resident Evil, I clipped up all of the gameplay video and did like a highlight reel of all of the funny bits of me playing the game. And I did like little edits and stuff to make them a little more funny. Um so yeah, I mean that's on the YouTube channel. It's zapnight.com forward slash oh sorry, no. It's uh youtube.com forward slash zapnight uh zapnight gaming. Um but yeah, so Resident Evil One, like I don't know, I find it hilarious. It doesn't have that many views, but I find it hilarious. So I'll watch it every <laughs> now and then just for a, a laugh. A giggle. Yep. That's funny. <laughs> well good. I'm glad you're enjoying it so far. Yeah, I am. And I'm, you know, it's it's one of those games, you know, we just came out of a series of RPGs where I was playing um, Assassin's Creed and then we jumped into like Final Fantasy IX. So like all of these RPGs in a row had me with this feeling of I need to be playing every single day as many hours as I can possibly play where now Resident Evil 2 is not that long of a game so it's like mm, today I don't feel like playing so I just don't and it's nice to be like relaxed and know that yeah. you know like the first half of the game the entire scenario of Leon which is a full game in itself was only like three days of streaming, which is only like nine hours, give or take. So like if the second half of the game is the same way, I should be able to beat it fairly soon. So I'm just, you know, not stressed about time. Like I'll get it done by the end of the month. I'm not really worried about it. It's just, it makes for a very nice relaxed month of playing, you know? Well, that's good. That's it's kind of like when we play those easy mode games like Harvest Moon or Animal Crossing. It's just it's nice to just kind of play at your convenience. <laughs> yeah, like we don't have any strict goals of like yeah. you can't like Har Harvest Moon, Animal Crossing, um, Stardew Valley. There is no end game. It's just play it, you know, play it for a month and then we'll sit down and talk about it. Now, granted, a lot of those games like Stardew Valley, I, I barely even scratched the surface of that game. Like I made it through less than I think I made it through just barely a year or whatever. But like, yeah, there's so much more to that game that I need to experience but i felt like i had enough experience of the game to give it a fair review i'm sure a lot of stardew valley fans would disagree but you know <laughs> it is what it is <laughs> yeah i it is nice just being able to just ch chill that's that's how games are meant to be played i mean you play rpgs and stuff for like story and stuff but i think at the end of the day we all just want to relax in our in our rooms, playing our games at our own leisure. <laughs> it is nice to have that balance, though, for sure. Yeah. Yep. 
So, so this week has been E3. Uh, typically in the past, E3 is like a big deal. Um, for people who have been living under a rock and are listening to a video game podcast and has no idea what E3 is, it's basically a huge convention where all of the developers show off the latest and greatest and the items that they're working on. And um, this is typically the time of year where big video game um, projects get announced, but also uh, hardware, too. Um, this year was kind of lame, <laughs> to yeah. say the least. Um, the only items that... Okay, so if you want to watch E3, go and watch E3. Watch the stuff that you care about. Because that's what you care about, right? But for us, at least for me, I only really cared about um, Square Enix and Nintendo. I did watch the Ubisoft one. It was not all that interesting. I caught some of the highlights of um, Capcom. It wasn't all that interesting. Uh, so, you know, I'm really going to be focusing on Square Enix and Nintendo for the chats, but obviously, if you're interested in other stuff, there's so much more out there to be yeah. seen. And maybe you won't be disappointed. Maybe you will be. I don't know. Um, but I think that the the biggest problem right now is that E3 is still only digital. Where basically, the game developers are sending their stuff in to E3, and it's just being like broadcasted. And that's... It's okay to do things that way, but it's not nearly as fun as having these big, you know, showroom yeah. floors and these huge events and, you know, the stage production and all that stuff. So, you know, it's it's definitely lacking this year, but I mean, last year it got canceled entirely, so it's better than last year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. <clears throat> um, So, Square Enix was... On Sunday, and um, <laughs> the the biggest problem that I had with Square Enix's presentation was that they focused so much on the Marvel and you know the superhero stuff. I think they had a Marvel or sorry, no, um, Guardians of the Galaxy game that they highlighted for like. 20 minutes of their 45 minutes that they had available. So like half of their time slot was all a game that I'm not going to care about. Like guardians of the galaxy is great, but like, I don't care. I, I I'm, I'm watching square Enix for the final fantasy stuff. Right. So then they move on to like mobile stuff. I guess they're bringing back all of the final fantasy one. They're bringing back final fantasy one through six to pixel be, remaster right and it's supposed to be pixel perfect basically they're gonna remaster it like or they're gonna re-release it one-to-one -one for from the original and that's really cool except they're not releasing it in like a set also it's only on mobile or steam steam so wow. if you want to play the entirety of it you have to buy each one individually and even then, Money. you're limited on to what you can play it on. Money. Yeah, I know. 
What I'm hoping for is that they do like they did with Final Fantasy 7 and 8, and they have like a Switch version that they release that has like maybe 1, 2, and 3 on one game and, you know, 4, 5, and 6 on on another game. That would be really cool. I'd be down with that. I'd buy it. What did you think of Final Fantasy? Or, excuse me, Stranger of Paradise. Final Fantasy Origin. So, a lot of people gave this game crap. And I understand why. Like, it looks... The it, demo, or excuse me, the the video was cringe to me. Yeah, it and looked, I think that that was a big problem with a lot of people. Like, the main character dude is just, like, wearing, like, street clothes. Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's it's nothing special. He looks a lot like characters that they've had in the past. Um, he doesn't really look like a Final Fantasy character. But, like, I understand the premise of what they're going for. They're going for, and it seems like it anyway, from the trailers and from what other people have said about it, it sounds like they're going for a retelling and redesign of Final Fantasy 1. Because of the title, too. I mean, they call it Final Fantasy Origins. So, like, I can understand that being the premise of retelling the story of the warriors of light and the chaos and you know that the first final fantasy but the character design is terrible like you think final fantasy one you think this like epic armor and you know just it's not there like three dudes they pulled off the street and i was like well you're the warriors of light now I don't know. It. <laughs> I don't know. It's just like me and I'm you like, driving down the road, and like a a crystal like slams into our car, and then pulls us out of the car. And is just like you're the warriors of light now. Here you go. Here's here's a couple of toy swords. Good luck. <laughs> what did you think about the like crystally blood stuff? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It seemed like a finisher move. But it also seemed like this guy had some source of some sort of special power, or maybe the enemies have maybe it's the chaos, like the chaos is infecting the land, and as the enemies die, they like explode into these crystals i don't I don't know what's going on. It's very weird i I guess the demo was broken at first. Yeah, that's what I heard, too, that, like, when you download the demo, it just says files are corrupted, and then you can't play it. I don't know if they ever fixed it, but I, again, it was only for the PS5, so I couldn't play it anyway, but... Apparently, the actual demo, like, the gameplay is a lot better than what the trailer implies. I didn't see the gameplay, but it's, that kind of game is not my kind of game that I like to play, but... I don't know. I've got mixed feelings about it. It seems like it's going to be a fast-paced, one-on-one sort of style of gameplay. And more action, you know, action, one-on-one fighting gameplay. But I don't know if it's going to be a bad thing. Like, I think I could see me giving it a shot and seeing what it's like. Um, But I am also very weary about what... I'm weary about the direction that they're taking with it. Is it 
Is it a retelling of the original story? Is it just like the premise of the original Final Fantasy games, just like modernized entirely? Kind of like what they did with Final Fantasy VII, like taking the base content and just manipulating it to whatever direction they feel like. Someone else mentioned that they thought it might be a prequel to Final Fantasy One. I. I don't um, know how. I I don't know. They made some good. It's not, I'm nothing really that I can't remember. It, there was a few good points, but I mean, you do confront Garland, which is kind of cool. I don't know. I I really don't know. I, I it's hard to say at this point. Yeah, it really is. I mean, there's not enough information to really have too strong of an opinion about it you know it definitely overshadows. like it is reminiscent of when you first play final fantasy because you do confront garland in the first the beginning don't you of final fantasy well first final fantasy yeah final fantasy one you start off with like saving the princess and when you save the princess you find out that the was it the king or the like dark king or something like that has been like corrupted and then he reveals himself to be Garland or something like that. And then you go off to do the crystal stuff. And that's like the intro to final fantasy one. I don't remember the exact details. It's been five years now since we played that game, (laughs) but um, yeah, I mean, it's, I understand again, I understand the direction and I feel like that that is a cool premise but it, the direction, yeah. the art direction that they're going with it is very odd to me. But again, it's too early to really give a full opinion about it. Like, once more information starts coming out, and, you know, maybe when the game gets released, if we decide to play it, like, you know, I, I feel like I'm interested in playing it just because it's got the Final Fantasy label on it. Like, that alone, I'm like, yeah, I mean, I'm going to buy it. It's just a very interesting art direction to take. So I hope that they, I hope that they do more with it than what this, you know, this little trailer showed. And I think that really, it's kind of how I've treated final fantasy 16. Honestly, it's just, I gotta just wait for more. I don't really know if I have an opinion on it. It's leading kind of in the, eh, but maybe I just don't have enough information yet. Yeah. I mean, I feel that way about most games that are, being teased about right now it's like eh, i mean when i have more information then maybe i'll be more excited about it but right now it's just like cool it's in development (laughs) awesome you know like 16 there's no reason to be hyped about it we have no idea when it's going to come out we have no information about it other than yeah they're working on it like that's all that i need is that okay they're working on it like it'll be here when it gets here and i'll play it when it when it does unless it's a mmo in that that case it'll get played whenever we get to it. <laughs> yep. So um, um anyway, they also Square Enix also did another like Marvel crap that nobody cared about. They didn't talk about <laughs> Final Fantasy 16 at all. They didn't talk about, you know, the Final Fantasy 7 remake. I mean, they did talk about the Yuffie thing, but that was it. Like they they did basically it was the um guardians of the galaxy the final fantasy like mobile stuff they had a, a brief thing about brave exvius and then the final fantasy origins thing that they're working on and then that was it they're just like stay tuned for more and like oh 
that's all right. Well, I guess I guess we're done for the day. <laughs> I I don't know why I'm surprised, but Brave Expius is still going strong. <laughs> I think it's because we tried to play it when it was brand new, and the concept was cool, but I feel like there's no end to the game. Like for us to sit down and play it to review it, which was the original intention, we played it for like a couple months. And then it was like, stay tuned for more. And it's like, oh, so they're, it's not a full game. It's just like releasing in chapters. I wasn't a fan of that at all. Like, I, I, I have to know that my game is going to end for me to be able to enjoy it. Especially if it's a game that's story-driven. There is no reason for me to play a game if there's not going to be an ending to it. It's like watching a TV <laughs> show that... <sighs> Like watching a TV show where the premise of the of the whole show, if it gets resolved, the show basically ends because that is the show. So like, there's no point in watching a series of a TV show that is set like that because you may as well just wait until the end of the series and then watch it as a whole. Where the, the Brave Exvius is the same way. Like, there's no point in playing it. And playing it for like six years yeah. while they're releasing it in chapters, I'd rather just play it when they're like, "Yeah, we're we finished the story," you know, and then play it all the way through. I'd be perfectly fine with that. I still probably won't play it, but yeah, I'm surprised that it's still going as strong as it is. Yeah. Oh. Well. Yeah. Um, so else? then, to move yeah to move on, um, I wanted to talk about Nintendo's uh, E3. There was a ton of talk about um, them releasing or um, announcing a new Switch revision. That didn't happen at all. Yeah, I, don't I know. know if they're saving it for future things or if they're like if they're intentionally releasing false information to see where their leaks are, which would be an interesting way to go about it. Um, but yeah, no new switch revision, which I personally am okay with. Um, they did announce a few little things. I mean, not really so much announcements as it is just like, we're still working on this. Um, the Zelda series, we already knew that Zelda, that they were going to be remastering, um, Skyward Sword, uh, but we saw a little bit more of that, which looks pretty good. Um, Breath of the Wild 2 is still in the works, and they had a really big, um, trailer for that, and that looks really good. I, I think that they showed a little bit of gameplay, too, which was neat. Um... But I mean that that too is like yeah I mean they're working on it it's gonna be like Breath of the Wild one but like with more stuff we get that not that not that exciting in my opinion um they did announce a uh, game and watch for Zelda's thirty fifth anniversary which is really cool I I really like the game and the new game and watch stuff that they're coming out with they did one for Mario. Uh, just last year that we picked up, and I like that. So I'll probably be buying the the Legend of Zelda Game and Watch um, little yeah. handheld thing. Uh, but otherwise, I mean, nothing over the top. Like they talked about stuff that most of us already knew was coming down the pipe, like um, Mario uh, 
Mario Golf. Um, yeah, golf. Yeah, yep. It's so just like playing golf. Uh, what's his name? They're bringing Tekken in to uh, oh, Smash yeah. Bros. I actually was really excited for that. Not <laughs> not because I like Smash Brothers at all, but um, just to bring what's his name Kazuya, I think. Yeah, I think but so. like just to bring Tekken characters into it is is really cool. Like it's it was really <laughs> cool. It again, I'm not a fan of Smash. I just don't care. But to see characters of a fighting game that i really do enjoy seeing in this game is like ooh, <laughs> you know yeah. not that i'll ever play it but it's it's neat next thing you know they're gonna have like mortal kombat characters in there that'll be interesting nice <laughs> scorpion scorpion sub-zero um i have never played the fatal frame games or know much about them but i kind of wanted to I, I I'm not into horror again, but I kind of was interested in the. Uh, I have the, yeah the Maiden I, of Blackwater. Yeah, I saw the trailer for that, and it looks really cool. Um, I haven't played any of the Fatal Frame games either. I do have one of them. I'm actually looking it up right now to see which one I have. Um, but I mean, they they look pretty cool. Yeah. If I can spell it right. I have <laughs> Fatal Frame 1 for the PS2. So, I mean, you know, if you wanted to see the series at all, if you wanted to see, like, old school, we could play it for a podcast, but, um, I don't know. I think playing a new, you know, the newest one might be a better way to go about that. I don't know. Just... If I was going to pull anything, I guess, from Nintendo, <laughs> I mean, something different, I guess. I don't know. Sure. It looked interesting. It looks, again, I'm not into those games generally, so I was kind of surprised that I was interested, but. I think, you know, if you're looking at a horror game, there's a few different ways it they can go about it. Like it doesn't have to be like blood and gore and guts. Like they can do a horror game a little more elegantly than that. You know? Yeah. Probably similar to the way, um, like Bioshock did it where it's not like dread horror gore terrible. It's just kind of spooky, you know? Again, I've never played Bioshock, so I'm I'm coming at that from like a blind perspective, but that's how I interpret it. I just I don't I don't want to see people's guts and <laughs> it you doesn't need like to be Kombat, unnecessarily. Then. Yeah, and I don't I don't like watching the. It's just to me, it's just unnecessarily gross. But that's what people are into, and that's okay for them. It's not okay for me. I think for me. <laughs> Mortal Kombat is different because they, their scenes are so over the top that it's almost (laughs) hilarious. Like, there's no way. There's no way. Like, they're showing, like, knives going into bodies and, like, the bones are breaking. And it's just, like, so over the top that it's (laughs) hilarious. And I think that that makes it different. You know, it's not, I I don't know. It's, It's a different style of it, you know? It, it depends on how realistic <laughs> things are, too. 
Yeah, uh, I. Ugh. I know, <laughs> but I'm I'm like that with a lot of stuff. So. Oh, and you're not alone. I mean, yeah, that's, I'm sure. That's a natural way to go about that kind of stuff. Like, ew, blood and guts. Like, that's <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> I mean, it is. That's a hard pass for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I mean, yep. that's about all I have to say about E3. I mean. It's kind of lackluster. I watched Ubisoft's production. They didn't really have anything too you know, amazing. The Avatar stuff. I don't I don't know if it's just I'm naive, but I was kind of interested. In I was their- too, Kaylee. I was too. <laughs> it's funny because Avatar Okay, so backtrack just just a slight bit avatar this isn't avatar the last airbender it's avatar like the the blue creatures yeah, <laughs> um and it looked really good it's just funny that they're making this game from a movie that's like 15 years old or something like that yeah it's it's like super old so i don't know why they're doing this unless they're planning on making a new movie soon i know that they had talked about it in the past but you never heard anything more about it the second one is due 2022 2022 okay so that's probably what it is they're probably gonna coincide with the second movie which makes way more sense (laughs) It doesn't seem like completely out of nowhere, but um, yeah, I mean, it looked really good. And the funny thing about Avatar, it was a great movie when it was released, but it, the the CGI hasn't held up very well. So when you rewatch it, everything looks like slimy and glossy and weird. <laughs> and I don't know when I watched it the first time, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. Yeah. And then I watched it like two years later and I'm like, what is this? <laughs> You it's know, like it's missing a texture pack have, or something. Have you gone back and watched the first Harry Potter movie? It's awful. It is. Yeah, the CGI <laughs> in that movie is terrible. You know, too. at the time, we're all like, oh my gosh, that's amazing. That's. I don't know. I think for me, even at the time, I'm like, mm, I, was I kid, can tell so. that CGI. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you've sure come a long way. That's for sure. Oh, I know. So yeah, I was kind of excited about that. I, I don't know, I, I, I didn't, I don't know a whole lot about it or those kinds of games. I don't know, but I, I was, I was like, maybe I might play that. Oh, Fatal Frame, yeah. <laughs> oh no, no, Ava- the Avatar. Oh, Avatar. So I'm sorry, yeah. my brain is in a hundred different ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I too would be interested in yeah. trying that game out. I mean, maybe if, <sighs> I guess it depends on how much I like the movie, and if the premise of the game is going to follow the movie or if it's going to be kind of its own thing. Like, I don't know. I don't know if I want to just like re-experience the movie. Yeah. that's, yeah. you know, like I already know the story. Why would I want to play the video game of it? I don't know. Well, you I know, think that that's the nice thing is I feel like it's got a lot of potential because the place, like the, the planet and the, you know, the, the race of the people are already established in a way that you don't have to sell it to your audience. Cause they already know, you know, it's not like, uh, earth people. Like they've already, know, that's, that's the people there have watched the movie. You know what I'm trying to say? Right. Yeah. Like you're not having to just reinvent a whole new race, a whole new, like it, you can come up with a fresh new story, 
but in this different land that's already been introduced. So I don't know. I feel like there there could be potential there. <laughs> that's kind of how I feel about Horizon also. Like, you would think that making... Sorry, Horizon Zero Dawn, specifically. Um, you would think that they would be able to push these games out faster because they already have the... They already have all of the inventiveness done. Like, they already have a character design. They already have character models. They already have character movements. They have actors. They have voice, you know... Yeah. Voice actors, model actors, everything is already set. All they have to do is, like, come up with new story. Which, granted, that's not just just come up with a new story. It's not that easy. But, you know, a lot of that groundwork is already done. You already have the world. All you gotta do is come up with a new scenario for those characters you've already established. So, you know, so like, seeing the new Horizon Forbidden West, like... It really is just taking what they already have and just porting it and making it better. And that's what I would like to see for a lot of these games, you know, similar to what you're saying about Avatar. Like, you've already got the characters, you've got the setting, you've got the storyline, you know, from to some degree, you've got a storyline. Just take what you already have and make it better and expand on it. Yeah. Yep. Speaking of, um, Horizon Forbidden West, they didn't have anything specifically at E3, but like the week before E3, uh, PlayStation did a, uh, a little preview of the game, which looks amazing. I've <laughs> never been so excited for a game. Granted, I really like Horizon Zero Dawn anyway, but... And they're just like taking, they're doing exactly what I just said. They're taking it and making it better. And it just, the, the movements of Aloy are so fluid and the like jumping into the water and seeing all the water, um, machines and all the new machines that they've introduced so far just look amazing. The, the fight that they had in the little, um, gameplay, uh, trailer looked really good and it just, the, the yeah. background music was epic. Oh, it's just, it makes me want to play it right now, and I can't, and it makes me sad. I need to play the first one. <laughs> you really should. I mean, if nothing else, sit and watch the, like, yeah. the YouTube movie of it just to get the storyline in. Like, the don't don't get me wrong. The game is worth playing. But yeah. if you don't want to sit and spend, you know, the 40-plus hours p- trying to play the game at least sit and watch the the um, story because yeah. the story is worth it on its own. However, playing the game, if all you do is play it on easy mode, it'll make you feel really cool because <laughs> killing those big robots with like two, three solid hits is so satisfying. Well, so yeah, watching, do, do yourself a favor the, and play it on easy mode. Watching the newest uh, video for that, watching that mammoth fight, that was really cool. It is so cool. And there's, you can have a few of those epic fights in Horizon yeah. Zero Dawn. It's just not as smooth as that trailer was anyway. <laughs> yeah, I'll have to play that sometime soon. You should. At least put it on easy. Put it on like yeah. super easy mode. It'll make you feel really cool when you're killing everything with like one or two hits. And, like, just go through the game and just enjoy it. Because it's yeah. it really is worth it. It really is. Oh, maybe I will. Sweet. And uh, knowing us, what you'll probably do is you'll sit down and play it for, like, 
on a on a Saturday or something, and next thing you know, it'll be like four o'clock in the morning, and you'll be like, "Oh, well, I need <laughs> Actually, to just finish I, it now." <laughs> yeah, at this point, I might as well just beat it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I've had those moments. <laughs> well, and then there's Animal Crossing where you plug it in to play for two hours, and next thing you know, a week's gone by. Oh, that game puts me to sleep so quick. <laughs> I get too relaxed, I yeah. think. <laughs> it did that for me, too. Well, yeah. anything else you want to you wanna talk about for Zap Chats? Not really. I mean, just wait to hear more, I guess. That's really all we can do. Yeah, that really is it. Um, Yeah, I think that's about it, too. So, um, this month is um june but next month is going to be our five year uh zap night anniversary so we may do something special for that one i don't know i don't know what we're gonna do i've been toying around with the idea of doing like a 12 hour stream um at the first of the first of uh july at least like that weekend, maybe the weekend before, maybe the weekend. Uh, I don't know if I want to do it for the July weekend, but we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. I haven't, I haven't hashed out a full plan yet, but I, I would like to do something for the zap night five year anniversary, which is coming up soon. Um, but we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about that on the next zap chats. Um, I mean, We'll be talk. We'll be celebrating a little bit on the next Zap chats. Yeah. So I mean, five years—that's a long time. That's a lot of episodes. So I'm excited to sit down and really talk about it. And yeah. I don't know. Maybe we'll have some cake or something. I don't know. Yeah. I like any reason to get together for cake. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. I'm all right with that. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, thank you all so much for listening to this episode of Zap Chats. Um, I we're actually recording this on the fifteenth, so I need to like get this posted as soon as possible. So you know. Uh, yeah. yeah. Thank you all so much for watching and listening and whatever else you do for Zap Night, and we'll see you guys next time. Bye.